Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to Urban Urban Proper. Hey guys, we're back. What's up, what's up, what's up? Y'all thought y'all could get rid of us, but you can't. It is I, the cutler, Shisha. It is me, the bad bitch, Darius. I feel like I gotta trump you. (laughs) It is I, the self-proclaimed queen, Shisha. It is I who accepts no peasantry, Darius. What's going on out there in the internet world? We're back with another episode of Urban Proper. Did you miss us? It hasn't been that long. It's been too long. Uh, it's only been a week. It's such a long time to, for these beautiful voices to be heard. True. Uh, but they can always follow us on our social media accounts. That is right. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook. Facebook. What's our Facebook? Urban Proper Podcast. Oh, follow us on Twitter. Urban underscore proper. <laughs> You're right. Okay. I had to think about it. I was like, wait a minute. That's why I hesitated because I was like, wait, where's the underscore? Yeah, we've been uh, we've been um, having uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Having some very off color uh, conversations on Twitter. Twitter which is lit. I forgot how lit Twitter was. I struggle with Twitter a lot. Really? Yeah, like actually actively using Twitter. Yeah. <sighs> I it makes me want to open up my old account. I tweet from my personal account, yeah. and I use my personal account for both my music and my other okay. stuff. But listen, I run into some very, very uh, strange accounts. Some very uh, y'all, y'all fucked up. Okay, I'm just yeah. gonna say that she was. She should been telling me some of the stuff that she's been seeing on Twitter, and I just, I gotta say, I'm here for it. I'm here for the drama I, as long as it do not include me. I was gonna say the exact yes. same thing. I am here to observe from the outside. Yes. Do not with my popcorn. With my popcorn. With my glass of wine. Okay. Mm. Well, I can't drink wine, but you know, a little glass of whiskey. That makes me so sad. You know. It's spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a little story time. So we were kicking. We were keeping having a kiki at a friend's house. They were all having their good time, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to get to their level of drinking. Um, so I made a solid little cocktail, little Jeremiah weed cocktail or whatever, and she just sipped it, and she said, "Oh, bitch, it's too spicy." <laughs> I swear, to y'all, it was like too much for my like my taste buds, and it just it tasted spicy, and I was like, I'm tripping. So I sipped it again, and I was like, No, bitch, take this back. This no, is spicy. I can't do it. What it's did spicy. you do to this? <laughs> I made it with my love. Oh my goodness. My love is I too love spicy. you for it, but your love is sweet <laughs> caliente. Oh, Bobby. Sorry. <laughs> Lo siento. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so what's our t- episode for today, Shisha? We'll be well, we on the same. Since it is June 2019 and it is Pride Month. It's Pride Month, y'all. We are here to shake the motherfucking straights. Shake the straights. Bitch, when you gonna be shook in shook this episode? Kath. I hope you are. I hope all the straights are listening, and you are ready to be quaking in your boots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you said today, it not today. This month <laughs> is Pride Month. It is the fiftieth anniversary 50. of the Stonewall riots. Tell me about that. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, 
Stonewall riots happened in New York City. First of all, let me go ahead and say this. The first Pride was a riot. Oh. The Stonewall riots. Uh, there is an inn that was initially a uh, straight club that a mafia cartel actually paid, was paying under the table the police not to come in and raid and to turn it into a gay club. So it was 98% males. They didn't really allow drag queens or trans people into the club. However, they did let like a certain number of people in. But on June 28th, which is in a couple weeks, which is actually when Tower Grove Pride is, the actual anniversary. I'm so excited. I'm super excited myself. Um, June 28th, 1969, the police raided the Stonewall Inn much later than they usually would do raids because it was like a super common thing back in the 60s and 50s to raid gay clubs and arrest all the people who were dressed in drag, who claimed to be trans, um, who were men having sex with men. Like, LGBTQ people were just hated. Still are, but... In a moment of clarity, why were they arresting people? They were arresting people... Wait, what? Because it was considered a crime. Yes, it was, was legit. You threw me off for some reason. I don't My know bad. why. It was legitimately <laughs> considered a crime to be a man dressed as a woman. Mm -hmm. Like RuPaul and Vanjie and all of these drag queens. Vanjie! <laughs> Miss Vanjie. Uh, all these drag queens that we've come to know and love were would be persecuted and legitimately arrested in the 50s and 60s because it was illegal to dress as a man. So, again... There was this riot at the Stonewall Inn. It wasn't just one night of riots. It was actually several nights of riots that happened, which sparked riots all over the country. There were a couple riots before this. In 59, there was a riot at a donut store, I'm Ooh. guessing, called okay. Cooper Donuts in 1959. And there was another riot in Compton's Cafeteria, uh, Compton's Cafeteria in 1966. There was a group of uh, trans folks and drag queens and transvestites eating. The police came. It was a hot mess. There was a riot. They came back the next day and rioted some more. But Stonewall was really the inception of pride and queer people standing up for themselves. Okay. And I heard that um, pride actually was started by a um, black trans woman. Mm -hmm. Black trans people started pride. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's right. Black trans people started pride. Yes. Give us our props. Well, I'm not trans, but give black trans people their props. Yes, AMR, ASMR snaps. Uh, so the first official pride parade, which was kind of like a march, it was kind of like the March on Washington or, or like all the marches that happened in the South when we were marching for civil rights for black people, uh, was exactly one year later on June 28th, 1970. It was on Christopher Street and it was called Christopher Street Liberation Day. And the queer people got together. They got their permit two hours before the march was supposed to happen. And they marched through the streets of New York. And that was the first ever Pride Parade. I must admit that you are giving me my life because I have this shit I did not know. You know, as queer people, a lot of queer people know that Stonewall was a riot and they know a lot about Stonewall, but they don't know anything about the inception of it. All of this stuff is stuff that I researched within the week. Like it was, I was like, I want to be able to actually talk about and and be educated about these things, and so absolutely. And you, it's important to know your past, mm -hmm. know your history, so you don't repeat it. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, so now that we've kind of broken down what Pride is, why we celebrate Pride, why you know the LGBTQIA plus community is here, what are the letters 
of LG. What do they stand for? Well, L stands for lesbians. Woo! And if you don't know what a lesbian is, you've probably been living under a rock. It is a cis woman. Mm-hmm. Or a trans woman. Or a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Um, that is only attracted to other cis women or other trans women. Mm-hmm. And then we have gay which is the exact same thing as a lesbian, but mm-hmm. for men, which I think is weird sometimes because I know some lesbians actually just refer to themselves as gay. Well, a lot of people um, use the term gay as an umbrella term. So mm-hmm. I guess queer and gay are kind of inter- interchangeable because it's sometimes used as an umbrella term to um, speak about the whole LGBTQI plus. Yeah. That's a mouthful. All the letters. <laughs> community. So. Uh, but yeah. oh, and just like for a second, there are several iterations of the LGBT plus. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the word for a conglomerate of letters? I don't know why it's escaping me. But for for that term, there's LGBTQIA. There's just the shortened LGBT. Yes. There's LGBTQ plus. There's like LGBTT. Two Q C some some other stuff. I've seen so many. Um, I know there's one that involves indigenous people and being two being a two spirit person, and then there's some that include all trans identities, and there's some that include. There's just so many. Yes, there's so many. And it's important for you to research and um, for you to know these terms so that you can be correct when you are referring to someone's sexuality. Yes. But to keep it moving, what does a B stand for? Bisexual. Bi hotty thotty. Yes, you got two proud bisexuals sitting on your podcast today. So let's break down bisexual because I feel like bisexual is the most misunderstood part of the community. It is. It is. I'm going to let you. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so bisexuality is uh, being attracted to your own gender and one other gender. Mm -hmm. So that could be uh, being attracted to, as I am a male, men, and being attracted to non-binary or trans people, or being attracted to women, or being attracted to um, intersex people. Like, it doesn't have to be a man and a woman. It can be any gender. But also including your own gender. Whereas, just for a little moment of clarity, and we'll get to this letter in a second, pansexuality is attraction to all genders, which I feel myself leaning a little bit more towards some days. Oh, you're leaving me by myself. No, I'm not. <laughs> but let's also have another moment of clarity. Um, a person that identifies as being bisexual, if they are in, um, just say like, for instance, myself, if I am dating a man, it doesn't mean that I'm no longer bisexual. Mm-hmm. I am just in a heterosexual relationship. Yep. But I am still bisexual. bisexual. Just like if there is. Just like currently, I'm in a relationship with a man. That doesn't mean that I am now just straight up gay. I am still bisexual. He still got an oomph goddamn for a while. I still got an oomph goddamn every now and then. Not even every now and then. It's quite often, honestly. Yeah. More often lately than it used to be in the past. Mm. That's another thing. Sexuality is a spectrum, and we've kind of diverged from where we were, but I just want to say this real quick. Um, we're just dropping a lot of clarity moments on y'all. A lot of clarity on y'all today. Bisexuality is a, or sexuality is a spectrum. I, just for myself personally, started off life being attracted mostly to women. And then I felt myself developing an attraction when I got more towards like 
late elementary school, late elementary school to middle school, and then in high school, I was like, oh shit, men, like boys are a thing, and wow, okay. And now I'm kind of at this point in my life where I've dated women for a long time, and now I just want to frolic in the boy field for a while. Oh. You know, just want to see what see what that be like. And I'm a guy fucking tied down. <laughs> You did. It came out of left field. If you're listening to me, baby, I love you. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm very happy in my relationship. But yeah, like it's it's one of those things where like you can't really say that sexuality is so clearly defined. But let us carry on with the letters of LGBTQI plus. The next letter, please. Is T for trans. Yes, and this includes transsexual, transvestite, all of those people who identify in, under that umbrella. And we, there has been just so many attacks on trans, black trans women specifically. Yes. And it breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. It really, really does. I just want to know why. You know, like it's, it's the same with all LGBT people, but trans people specifically really do get the brunt of violence and I think it has to do a lot with the toxic um, masculinity that often plagues the the black community Mm -hmm. Um, because oftentimes you know with a trans uh, sexual woman um, you don't know that that person is transsexual um, and guys feel like less of a man because they found themselves attracted to that transsexual woman and they want to um, basically exert their uh, masculinity by mm-hmm. either beating that person up or um, killing them. Yeah, and it, it and never should there be a moment of violence because you feel tricked or betrayed in any way. No. That person is trans and they identify as a woman or they identify as a man or shit, they might even identify as non-binary. That's not for you to decide to feel hurt about. Yes, and you should be secure enough in your sexuality that this doesn't bother you. Mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't absolutely date someone that was trans. You know what, I, I've gone back and forth to myself about that and I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm fair. Sure. Yeah. I have definitely gone back and forth with it a lot and more recently I've, I've come to that's why I still feel like I lean more towards pansexuality because I would definitely date a trans person. Okay. I I see the beauty in it, and not that you don't, and not that yeah. people that who wouldn't don't see the beauty in it, but I personally see, as a person whose gender is a little more fluid than some some others, I see that idea and that concept and that feeling, and I get it. Yes, and not being attracted to a trans person doesn't mean you're. Um, against trans people it's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like you, you have to respect everyone's sexual their sexual orientation and their um gender identity gender identity mm-hmm. and their preference yep and i think it's a magical thing i think it is um a very brave thing yeah especially I, in our society um i think it was, it was very more accepting <laughs> in the ancient times mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. louis the who is it, the 13th the sun king his brother so. was uh well his brother used to dress and drag a lot. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Look at this. Dropping these facts on them. Facts. Oh, freaking it. Factual. Yes. Okay, so for the next letter, we just have to show some love to our trans brothers and sisters out yes. there. Uh the next letter is Q, which stands for queer or questioning. Yes. Um 
And this letter kind of always threw me for a loop because I thought that queer was an umbrella term mm-hmm. and not that people identify as queer. Yeah. And in my gaining of knowledge and understanding of being an LGBT person, LGBTQ plus person, um, I get now the, the term queer being a sexuality and not just a term. Okay. I get that it's more you it's it's a way to not define. It's a way to be like, yeah, I am bisexual, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, I'm queer. Okay. So okay. and questioning, we all been there. If oh, you're yeah. part of the LGBTQ plus community. Well, some people have and some people definitely were just like, Oh, I'm gay or yeah. I'm this, I'm that, you know. But and that's okay. And I applaud y'all for knowing that shit because I was like, well, maybe, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a little personal. A couple years ago, I was like, I found myself being attracted to women and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, what is happening? What is going on? And I was like, who could I talk to? Oh my God. Like, I don't understand what I'm going through right now. And I was like, bing. Got a bisexual buddy named Darius. It's me. And Darius was so shook. I was honestly shook. As some of our young queer people have been saying lately, I was shook the house. Shook the house. I haven't heard that one. It's it's one that I've heard mostly white queer say. Okay. Um, and I kind of hate it, but it it works for how I was in that moment. <laughs> I was shook the house. I was like, oh, bitch. Yes. And I was like, um, I kind of want to do this thing, but I kind of don't know. And I need to ask you what you went through. And I need to understand what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Not to say that our, our experiences were the same, but to kind of get an idea of. Yeah it's, yeah. it's always nice to have. Not necessarily a guide, but somebody who has had an experience with what you are experiencing. Yes. I I wish I had had that. Yeah, and I think um, with having that, I was more comfortable with exploring my sexuality and realizing that I am a bisexual woman. So, and I am happy that I was there to be there for you. Yes, and we're like the crystal gems now. We are! (laughs) I love it! Okay, um, the next letter in LGBTQIA plus is... Intersex, which I have no idea about. Okay, so... I'm learning. This episode, I'm really learning a lot. I love how in the financial literacy episode, I was learning. <laughs> <laughs> and then in this episode, you're learning. See? I'm just like, let me show the fuck I'm going to sit back. Because... <laughs> um, so, intersex... From my understanding, and I could be completely wrong, so please, if you are an intersex person or you have a friend that is intersex or any of that, please point them in our direction. Give us some knowledge, some clarity. Um, But from what I did in my research, what I find in my research about being intersex is um, kind of like being gender fluid and not having a specified gender or identifying as both male male and female. Okay. Uh, it's what I got from it and if that is incorrect please 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 educate me I would love to know especially the experiences of an intersex person um, so the next letter is asexual see I've heard about asexual and I'm not quite sure if I've had a good grasp 
on the definition. Asexuality is, from my understanding, um, not having a sexual or romantic desire to be with another person. Okay. Um, but there are many levels to it where someone could be demisexual where they don't develop a an attraction to someone unless they can develop a um, intellectual bond with them first. Mm. Um, and then I believe there's levels to it, but asexuality is one of the ones that I never really it's levels to this shit. It's levels to everything, y'all. Let me tell you. Yes, but like, go on our Facebook page if you identify as any of these. Please drop some clarity, drop some knowledge on us. Mm-hmm. We please. are all about educating ourselves and everyone else. Yes. Um. So the last letter in asex or in, in <laughs> asexual in LGBTQIA plus is P. Okay. Which stands for pansexual, which I kind of already went into. Yeah, you dabbled a little bit. Dabbled yeah, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so pansexuality is just to kind of reiterate on that point. Um, so let me kind of let me kind of ask you some questions. So yeah, throw some things out there so maybe people can get a little better understanding. So, okay, just say me, you know, Shalisha. Mm-hmm. Okay, just take away my sexual identity. Okay. And um, I'm a person who is attracted to a trans man, which Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know what a trans man is, it is... A woman transitioning to be a um, woman that is born female, but is transitioning to male. Okay. So I find myself, hypothetically, um, attracted to a trans man. Mm -hmm. What would... What categories could I fit under? Uh, bisexual. Okay. Pansexual. Um, I think that that about covers it. Okay. I think you could fall under either of those categories. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what is the the big defining difference? I think the biggest difference is kind of in that that um, prefix on both words. By meaning two and pan meaning many. Okay. Uh, I think where people kind of get confused or the line gets a little bit blurred with bisexuality and pansexuality is that bisexual people, while having an attraction for many people, typically only are attracted to two genders. Okay. Pansexual people are attracted to many genders or any gender. Um, so I think that's where the line gets blurred because it's like well if you're bisexual then you could be some people will will categorize a trans male under male which they are mm-hmm. but there's an that's like another thing like a separate thing i think is where that goes okay that's how that's how it that's how it is in my brain that's how i understand it okay well we are um open to learn and like i said go on our facebook page facebook.com backslash urban proper podcast and if you are bisexual if you are (laughs) bitch i'm bisexual (laughs) key lime pie oh my god apple pie (laughs) lemon meringue pie oh my goodness as long as you're not a american pie in the pie We're fine. Because <laughs> you know how you are with food. Shut uh, up. It was only butter and it was only what? <laughs> that we know of. That you admit to. 
Churn down for what? Shout, <laughs> shout out to Darius Boo. Well, that meme he sent me. Hilarious. Anyway. I forgot what I was going to say. You were saying something about going to the Facebook. Oh, yes. Go to the Facebook page. And if you are bisexual or pansexual and you have a better grasp on the difference, please let us know. Drop some knowledge on us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, We love to learn. mm -hmm. We're open to learn. So while we're on the topic of sexuality and gender, let's talk about gender identities. Okay. Um, So obviously, I am male. I identify as a cisgendered male. Okay. Uh, What's cis? What does cis mean? Cis means that you identify as the gender you were born with. Okay. I was born with a wiener. I will die with a wiener. Wiener, wiener. <laughs> wiener, wiener. Wiener eater. Uh- <laughs> wiener eater. Um, Butterfinger. Wiener eater. <laughs> <laughs> you, Shalisha, are a cisgendered female. Yes. Uh, there is intersex, which is a person who identifies as both male and female, to my understanding and knowledge. And do they, are those are those are the people that um, prefer the pronouns them and they? Yes. Okay. Also, non-binary people okay. will use pronouns they, them, um, which is kind of hard. And I, I am 100% about gendering uh, and using the correct pronouns, but it is kind of hard sometimes to remember they, them. Uh, but I have several friends now who are non-binary, which awesome. makes me very happy that people are just living in their truth. Yes. Um, but I have kind of it's kind of ingrained now. Whenever I hear that someone is non-binary, to be like, all right, or yes. to not assume because we're programmed to think one way. We're programmed mm-hmm. to be like, okay, there's either this or that. There's no gray area. There is. And so no a lot gray of times area. you have to unlearn what you're taught. Mm-hmm. You have to free your mind. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, in vogue said, free your mind and the rest will follow. Yes. 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 And especially black people. Yes. I feel like, uh, just to kind of, you know, bring it always back to being black, we as African Americans have really put these. Not just African Americans, black. Black people. Black people in general. In general. No matter where you're from, the yes. whole black diaspora. All the black people. Yes. Um, have put this kind of burden on themselves to look down upon queer people, people who are not cisgendered, people who are not heterosexual, are less of human beings when in native culture, and I've been looking this up lately because I do have a lot of native heritage, The I mentioned earlier two-spirit mm-hmm. is like a person who I would identify as intersex or non-binary where they have both masculine and feminine energies and entities living within them. Okay. Um, and in Native culture, it's a thing that is celebrated. And typically, two-spirit people are in high ranks in Native culture. The more you know. Yeah. Oh, I've been really researching this, like, oh. a lot. Because I... Not, not that I've been struggling with my gender identity, but I do feel like a more fluid person than I More androgynous is another word. That yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, like I have a beard, and I don't ever want to shave my beard. But also, Please I like to. <laughs> my boyfriend shaved his beard. I saw. And he he sent me the the text. I was at work. I I was I hadn't heard from him. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, uh, "I'll show you when I'm done." And I thought he was like cleaning or something. Yeah. And then he sent me a picture, and then he sent me a text and said, "I hope you still love me." <laughs> you know. And his little face was so cute without the beard, and I. 
I love I it. I did see him today, and I did notice that he didn't have a beard, but I didn't get a good look at him. I, I like it. I do love his beard, and he is growing it back. Like, it's not like a permanent choice. Okay. But I was... I was sad, but I also was like, well, your face is still really cute, so I don't really care. And then I thought to myself, I was like, damn, I must really be in love with this man that I he shaved his beard off and I don't feel betrayed. Love is a hell of a thing. It really is. And we're going to talk about somebody I love that don't even know that I exist that just shaved off his beard. Ugh. Mr. Jason Momoa. Ooh. I just need five minutes. <laughs> I need about 35. I'm sorry. I was lying, but I mean. <laughs> if that's all I can get, I'll take it. that's all I can get between scenes, hey. Listen, that man. Mm. He just shaved his. First of all, this is a little going off topic a little bit. This man is so fine. Okay. How fine is he? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> Ooh, goddamn. Oh. Yeah, that man. Zaddy, please. Mm-hmm. 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 I can go on and on, but I'm going to keep that for some later episodes. Um, but this man cut his beard off, and Darius over here eating. I'm sorry. I was hoping y'all couldn't hear it. Uh, what? ASMR bag opening. <laughs> Sharon is scary. Get you some. <laughs> he going to get mad and throw the bag at me. Get you some. Oh shit. I've eaten almost this whole bag, so please have as many as you want. Oh my goodness. Sorry, you can't podcast if you ain't eating. And I like to keep a snack or two around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to what we were Not talking about. about ourselves, but yeah. <laughs> we are edible. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. And it's only the pink ones. You know it is. I am distraught. Do you not? I thought this was, this was a little bit darker. It's the strawberry ones. It's all of them. It's all the red ones. Oh, okay. It's the all red strawberries. Starburst. Strawberries. That black person. Um, <laughs> colloquialism. Strawberries. Strawberries. Um, it's the mini ones. Okay. I love those. They're my favorites. Uh, but back to what we were talking about before we totally went off topic. What were we even talking about? Jason. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but we were talking about... Um, gender identity yeah. that's what we were talking about um, <clears throat> but yeah so anyway just to kind of close up that topic so you have male, cis male, cis female trans male, trans female intersex, non-binary gender fluid I didn't put I so we type our notes out to look at them to make sure we keep ourselves on track and I just put G-E-N-D-R fluid I don't know I was typing this at like 4 o'clock in the morning um, Maybe that's what you meant, gender fluid. Gender fluid. Yeah. I just typed the end if you're looking at it. <laughs> um, but so basically, yeah, gender fluid, and and those are that's just a few of many gender identities that we could go into, but we would need a whole nother episode to talk about gender identities. Um. So here is a question for you all. It's our question of the day. All right. Do you believe that? people should experiment with their sexualities even if they aren't questioning um i think it is important i mean if you if you're not questioning then i don't see the need mm-hmm. if you are uh securing your sexuality i don't see the need to mm-hmm. experiment but are, if you are definitely questioning if you look in and you got a goddamn you know um a man walking past and you see them buns 
Or as a woman, if you walk in <laughs> past a woman and you see her buns, which I mean, side note, women do that anyway. We see a girl with a nice body or that's pretty, we'll be like, oh my gosh, she's pretty, or oh my god, look at her butt. But see, men can't do that. If I was, or they can't, not that they can't, men won't do that. I know some men who will be like, oh, he's no, he's got a nice shape on him, or yeah. he has a nice body, or whatever. But let a man walk by with his whole bulge sticking out in them gray sweatpants. Me, I'm a look. I'm like oomph, goddamn. Mm-hmm. Why? Whereas some other man, men, straight men, and you see them look, they be like, Phoop. like, like you looking at that dick, like. It's okay. It's it fine. may might be in a non-sexual way, but I mean, you look. You you can't help but notice some certain things. You just really can't. You cannot help but notice. Ooh. You can't. Oof! This white boy walked past the car the other day when I was sitting in the car with my friend. Uh-huh. He had on sweatpants, and I was like, mm. but now I remember I got a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not trying to have your man message me and be like, look, come get your friend. I'll just be his ass. Because I'm going to feel some type of way. He knows. The only person I'm taking for is him. Mm, okay. But back to the question. I think it's important if you are questioning your sexuality or if you're just curious um, to explore um, your sexuality, uh, whether it is... Um, Experiencing a sexual awakening, or if it is experiencing sex with someone that's transgender, mm-hmm. um, or someone who is of the same sex as you, mm-hmm. um, I think it is important because it's just like the term, you know, as much as I hate it, can I can see you try it. Mm-hmm. And I think they tried, they kind of touched on this on the episode of Insecure, which I don't think you watched. I haven't seen yet. Um, um, Molly, uh, one of uh, well, Issa's best friend in the uh, series, uh, was dating this guy named Jared. And um, really cute guy. Uh, she really liked him. And she was explaining to him how in college she had a sexual experience experience with another woman. And she was like, yeah, I've been there, done that. It wasn't really something that was for me. But, you know, I tried it. And, you know, I know. There you go. And he was like, oh, yeah, me too. And she was just like, what? What do you mean you... It's like, yeah, I, I tried it out with a guy and I didn't like it and, you know, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that double standard comes in. Oh, boy, does it. Um, because I feel like, you know, women, women on women and the lesbian scene or, you know, just women on women regardless mm-hmm. is something that's um, very sexualized, especially in our media. Um, but straight men love to watch lesbian porn. Our straight men like the idea of that's gay in case y'all was wondering <laughs> that's two gay people that got their faces on each other's genitals or their genitals on each other's genitals even better whatever you want to do with your genitals with or without butter with <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> but um yes and she had an issue with um him um, revealing that to her and she ended up ending the relationship because she couldn't get it out of her head. Mm-hmm. Um, he had shown no signs of, you know, his sexuality wavering, but sharing that um, did essentially... And I mean, I don't... It, if it's something that happened once in the past... We're helpless. We're helpless. <laughs> um, 
I don't think that's something that you have to divulge to people. Like, I personally, when it comes to dating, mm-hmm. whenever I'm trying to date someone, whether they're gay or straight, male or female, whatever, I'm always like, hey, I'm bisexual. Like, yeah. that's, like, in all of my online dating profiles, if I ever, excuse me, meet somebody in person. That's, like, one of the things I open with because in my experience, it's been a ter- determining factor specifically for women. Mm-hmm. Um, and gay men, too. Gay, gay men sometimes are like, oh... It's always that you're gonna leave me for the other gender, and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm, I'm with you. Exactly. So, or with women, it's that whole thing of I can't get the idea of you being with a man out of my head. Yes. So, also, men, stop wanting to ask your lesbian or bisexual female friends for a threesome with your girlfriend. Or stop, like, oh, it was in the news recently in the UK. Um, there was. Uh, oh yes, it's pissed oh, me off. Yes. I'm not sure if they were lesbian. I'm not sure if their um, their sexual identity. There were two women that were in a relationship on the train, mm-hmm. and um, some heterosexual cis white males mm-hmm. um, tried to force them to make out for their own pleasure. Yep. And when they refused, they beat the shit out of these women. Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. of a woman's sexual orientation, we are not here for your fucking pleasure. No, we're not, not here for your entertainment. We're not here to put on the show. If they want to put on a show for you, great. If you try to force people, force women to do something for your entertainment, how sick and disgusting are you? Very sick. That is fucking gross, and I hate it, and I don't want anybody to ever experience that ever again. And I hope somebody loop your ass. I hope you hitch your pinky toe on the corner of your goddamn bed. I hope that you hit your knee on the corner of your goddamn desk. <laughs> I hope that you slam your penis in your toilet seat. Um, I don't know how that would happen, but I just hope it happens to your ass. I got you. Hold on. I hope you zip just a little bit of the skin of your dick up in your zipper. Ooh. That shit hurt. Mm. Like, real life. Mm. Been there, done that. That shit is painful. Oh. Um, but after a quick fuck those guys, we're going to give you a couple of notable black queer people just to kind of round out the queer section of this part of the podcast. Can I just shout out one of them? Go for it. I want to shout out Janelle Monet. Ow, ow. Even though you're from KCK, you're still from the Kansas City area. Ay, 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 she identifies as being pan. Mm-hmm. She yes. is pansexual. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love Janelle Monet. Um, we can go back and forth if you want to. We don't okay, matter. go ahead. Um, I'm going to start with Audrey Lord. She is the namesake of the Audre Lorde Award uh, for Lesbian Poets, and she was a poet and a, a proud lesbian. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to talk about Baird Rustin, mm-hmm. openly gay activist and close advisor to MLK Jr. Miss. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Again, doing research. Research. Learn uh, some things. Read some shit. Open a book. Bitch. Or, like I did, go on the internet. It's pro, ho. <laughs> Um, Miss Marsha P. Johnson, one of the most iconic trans drag performers of our time, noted muse of Andy Warhol and LGBTQ plus rights activist. We're gonna talk about Miss Laverne Cox. You know her from Orange is the New Black. She also was Frankenfurter in the remake of Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, I've never seen that. 
I know people always grab their chest when they say I've never seen. Talk about queer iconography. I'm sorry. That movie is as queer as it gets. What? Yes, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Mm. Okay, I'm not gonna go into it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a musical theater person, so yeah. Um, and next, we're gonna talk about Miss Lena Waithe, a writer, performer. I, does she perform? I don't think she performs, but she's just fucking iconic as hell. Mm, James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. James Baldwin. Sexually fluid. James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mister Fluid author and activist James Baldwin. Yes, and. There are so many more that we can name. If you want to throw a couple in more that you know, feel free. Tessa Thompson. Mm. Beauty. Grace. I'm not going to say the disgusting thing that just came into my head. She is gorgeous, and I love her. And she identifies as bisexual. Yes. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. (laughs) And again, if you know any um, openly gay, bisexual, or any spectrum of uh, the queer community, drop it on our Facebook page. Drop it, drop it. Drop it on our Instagram page, which is Urban Proper Podcast. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Or go over to our YouTube channel. Yes, you got a YouTube. You love it. We got a YouTube channel as well, and that is Urban Proper Podcast. Or tweet us at Urban underscore Proper because somebody already took our username. We wanted so rude as fuck. Rude. So though the title of this podcast is Shake the Straight, shake it. Shake the motherfucking traits. We also are going to talk about interracial and intercultural relationships. Um, just because I feel like those two things go pretty well hand in hand. Yeah. You want to kick it off? Um, as a person who is in an interracial relationship, um, I don't know. It's not weird for me. It's... I thank everybody in you know the, 60s and, the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s who fought for... Um, interracial love and I am happy that I can walk down the street with my boyfriend and be you know not necessarily judged for being black and white you know we still got the whole gay thing happening but yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting it's it's interesting because my boyfriend grew up in black neighborhoods and was around black people most of the time Mm -hmm. so not that he acts black not that he wants to be hood or any of that but he is more knowledgeable of the black experience because that's what he spent most of his time around yes so like that i i can't really speak to the cultural differences between us i mean i cook with seasoning and there's that (laughs) he He don't cook at all he does cook he likes to bake but yeah, that's white shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were having a conversation. I made dinner for us last night, and he was like, "I just want you to know, I probably won't ever cook." And I was like, "That's fine. I like to cook." Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, I haven't. In, I've dated someone that was um, outside of my race, um, but being in a relationship with someone that is um, not black, I haven't. I haven't uh, went that route. But I have been in an intercultural relationship. Yes, before. please speak to that. Um, I did date um, this guy. Um, he <laughs> was born and raised in Nigeria. Not only was he Nigerian, he was also Muslim. Um, 
Now, when people ask me, I often, because this is a term that, you know, I was taught to identify as Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Christian, which now I consider myself more spiritual. Mm -hmm. Um, Not taking away for I still believe that God is God and everything else. I just, without going into it, I I like to say that I'm spiritual. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, um, I had knowledge of the Islam culture, um, basically basic knowledge of it. Um, we didn't really we have the understanding that yes he's Christian I mean I'm sorry he's um, Muslim and I um, identified as Christian Christian mm-hmm. slash spiritual and we both understood that we had the same, we worship the same God and okay. we had the understanding that there were differences in what we believed and how we believed but we also respected it uh, we we often had questions um, regarding um, our religions. Um, we did have uh, bump, some 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 head bumping um, a lot with it when it came to uh, Black American culture versus um, African culture. Um, so it was it was interesting uh, to be in. Yeah. It was it was definitely a learning experience for more reasons than one. I learned a lot more about Islamic culture. Uh, I learned more about um, Nigerian cultures, different tribes. I can say that I'm well-versed. Uh, I picked up a, a couple of house of words because uh, he was from the house of tribe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I learned about the different tribes in Nigeria. The food is phenomenal. I gained so much weight being in their relationship because, um, you know, the aunties always want you to come over um, and if you come over a uh, a West African person's house and you don't eat, they consider that an insult. Really? So yes. So um, his aunties, if I went over one auntie's house, I had to make sure I took my ass to the other auntie's house because they had like I don't know some kind of some cook-off rivalry, which they they're both neck and neck. <laughs> Man, I mean, like I leave with like full to go plates because you know you just that's just the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. so um, I've also dated. Um, so when you think about intercultural relationships, it's not only necessarily, um, you know, like I said, Black American um, and African. Um, it's also, you know, different religions, um, mm-hmm. different. Um, like dating someone from California, you're from Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, there's different cultures within the states as well, so. I can say that in my experience of when I really was starting to date recently before, you know, I met my boyfriend or whatever, um, I did run into a lot of queer Christians, Mm -hmm. which, yes, you can be Christian and queer. Fuck off if you think otherwise. Um, And it was it's really interesting how unaccepting some queer Christians are. How like black, specifically black queer Christians who grew up in the church, mm-hmm. who are still, you know, they identify as gay or bisexual, whatever, what have you, but are really will really shun you if you aren't a Christian. And will be like, oh, well, we can't be together if you don't believe the same things I believe. And it's like, well, fuck. As a person who grew up in the church. I did as well. And you're gonna hear me talk about that a lot. My my grandmother rested, I rest her soul. 
um, was a minister. She was an apostle. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, church was not a Sunday thing. It was a Monday through Sunday thing. It was a seven days a week thing. Um, I say that I'm well versed in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm really knowledgeable about the Bible. And nowhere in the Bible um, did I read that God was a God of hate, that God would shun someone because of um, of different beliefs. God is a God of love. Mm-hmm. God is a God of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Shoot, Jesus was hanging around with a whore and a cripple and. You know? And all the things that people say God would never be with. Yes. Yeah. In the Bible, one thing that I really took from the Bible was it says, and I say this all the time, the Bible says, come as you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ask you to change yourself or make yourself to fit anything other than who God made you to be, yeah. if you believe in God. Mm-hmm. I personally am a spiritual person and do believe in a higher power. Do I believe in specifically the 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 God of the Bible? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that there is some entity being whatever, what have you. There wouldn't be so much um, ideology behind religion if there wasn't something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, sometimes it kind of bothers me when people call like Greek mythology and like Egyptian mythology, and like because it's what those people believed at the time. So when Was we die religion? off, yeah. So when we die off, is it going to be Christian mythology? Is it going to be Islamic mythology? Yeah, like mythology? yeah, like mythology? all of that stuff is. It's always it's also weird to me, and it's all cyclical. It's all the same story retold in by different cultures in different ways. It's all origin myth. Mm-hmm. It's it's all stories yeah <laughs> it's, it really is all stories not not saying that they're fiction not the same that they're fiction but it's all like people telling you this is what happened this is how I remember it happening you know exactly um but yeah so I I totally get that about and I've run across a lot of um queer white people that are Christian that are bigots that are racist. I don't get that. And can we talk? Yeah, yeah keep go going. Ahead, Cause go I, no, you keep going. You keep going. I was done. Are you sure? Mm, for now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about, and this goes back to interracial relationships, racism in the queer community. Oh, it's so prevalent, and it's shocking because it's like, how can you, as a marginalized person, marginalized people? Yes. <laughs> exactly. That was perfectly put. No blacks, no Asians, no Latin people, no, you know, using all of, like, I was on, I never got on Grinder because Grinder is awful. Grinder is only for hookups, and I really wasn't looking for a hookup. Um, excuse me. Sensey. Um, ASMR. ASMR burps, y'all. Um, but I, I, on Tinder and on, you know some other dating apps that I was on it, there were so many profiles specifically white dudes that were like no blacks even so even stuff like no fems no mask for a mask like what like I get that everybody's attracted to what they're attracted to and I you know don't be up on Tinder talking about no blacks no 
And there's a way to say that you have a preference without marginalizing people. Mm-hmm. It's it's all swiping. So if somebody swipes right on you and they like you and you don't like them, all you gotta do is swipe left. Exactly. You don't exactly. gotta you don't gotta offend. And I know it's it it could sound sensitive or whatever, but it's really gross when you're on like I like white dudes. Mm-hmm. And I think, ooh, I see this white boy, he got tattoos and a beard, slick back hair, looking like a fucking hipster in a flannel. Swipe! In a flannel! Bitch. But then again, you're not, you don't shut, you know, advances from black men. I love black men. I love black men, too. Like, like, don't get me wrong, I don't discriminate on Mm -hmm. race at all. I love men and women of every race. I think white women are playing. That's just the thing. Oh my goodness. But I genuinely like my biggest attraction when it comes to men is white men. And it's kind of like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> you know, I have, um, I, I like brown people. That's fair. The POCs. We love a good POC moment. POCs. LCs. WLCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come see. She, she, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the T, hunty. Hunty. <laughs> but yeah, it just it is really gross to see so many. I think that's what it is. It's less seeing it and more seeing so many mm-hmm. that straight up will just off the bat be like racist like that. Yes. And while we're still kind of on the subject of uh, shaking the straights, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let me shake the straights. Let me get a little closer to ooh, the microphone. Oh, she's going to get out some ASMR shakes. You know, just because someone is attracted to the person, a person that has the same sex, doesn't mean they're predators. My sexuality, anyone's sexuality, should not threaten your own. Just because a man likes penis doesn't mean he wants your dirty dick, Tyrone. Mm. Or your stink cooch, Vanessa. Fuck out of here with that shit. That dumbass shit. <laughs> For real, that's the real tea, though. Like, I never. I'm always weary of people who are like, oh, yeah, I don't have any problem with gay gay people as long as they don't try nothing on me. It's like, Mm -hmm. so you have a problem with with gay people? Like, you have a problem with somebody that's queer? Because if you're attractive, I mean, people are going to find you attractive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if they are attracted to, you know, your your brain, Mm -hmm. they're going to be attracted to you. Right. And you should be secure enough in your sexual identity, oftentimes your straightness. Mm Mm-hmm. To be like, I appreciate and I'm flattered that you're attracted to me. Mm-hmm. However, comma, <laughs> I don't get down like that. Mm-hmm. And you just leave it at that. I see so many guys on social media ranting all oh, this this uh, f word, which I hate that word. It's like mm-hmm. it's like nails on a chalkboard. See, it's so weird. It's like styrofoam rubbing I'm together. Not offended by. You can call me I hate it. I, I think it's gross. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. I think people should stop using it in a derogatory way. But if somebody shouted that at me out a window, I'm unbothered. Yeah. 
But it is fucked up and you should stop saying it. Yeah, and I just hate they go on these rants. Oh, you know, this gay dude hopped in my DMs and, you know, I ain't with that gay shit, blah, 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 blah. I feel like you have, you are overcompensating. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're overcompensating for your straightness. And also, just to kind of play a little bit of devil's advocate, queer people, stop trying to convince people that they are not straight. Mm. If a man tells you that he does not want to put his penis anywhere near you, if a woman tells you she does not want to put her vagina anywhere near you, if a person of non-gender conforming nature tells you they don't want to put their genitals anywhere near you, Leave him alone. Yes. It is not up to you to decide somebody's sexuality. I have never been one to want to turn a straight person, but there have been plenty of times where I've been like, well, fuck, this person is straight and I just kind of want to suck their dick. I wonder if I can com- convince them. You know? Yeah. But then I cut out that toxic thinking. Mm-hmm. And was like, they're straight. Reel it on back. Yeah, they're straight. I'm going to go and suck a dick from somebody who wants me to put my mouth on it. But just so you know, if you're ever curious, I'm here in your side pocket. (laughs) But if the time ever comes up where you real horned up and it's been a minute, just know that God got 9,000 is right here for you. Okay. And another question. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna throw a couple of questions at you today. Love that. How do you feel about the download culture? Oh, kill it off, make it go away. Can I answer this question? Yeah. So I was asking you. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking the internet. No. Um, let me get close to the microphone on this one. I understand that it is hard to come out of the closet, especially when you are from a religious background or you have a certain status or whatever the case may be don't I don't want to shame you because that is wrong and shaming people is wrong however don't lead people on to believe that oh I'm going to come out or oh I'm going to leave my wife and or husband or I'm going to do this thing and that thing. If you are afraid to come out, that's fine. And that's fair because it is a hard thing to do. But don't tag somebody along with you in that struggle, in that fight. If you're going to be on the download, be on the download somewhere else. Like, I can't. I can't do it. And if you're on the download and you, you're one of those, oh, I ain't gay. I just like to get my dick sucked every now and then. You are somewhere on the queer spectrum. Sir. You in there. You because you just four seconds away from letting somebody stick something up your butt. I saw a post on Facebook um, earlier, like right before we started um, recording, and it took me all the way out. This girl said, <laughs> and I quote, If you see my baby daddy at Pride, do not call me, bitch, I already know. <laughs> took me. All the way out. And you know, sometimes you don't realize that you're a queer person until after you've already had a child. But I just feel like down low culture, as in men who sleep with men or women who sleep with, like, whatever, that refuse to come out or, or have themselves painted as something that they aren't. Mm-hmm. 
who you know exhibit toxic behavior like trying to lead somebody on or or you know just all those things that really just fucking suck for queer people who are out and who are comfortable with themselves yeah it's fucking sickening it really just doesn't make sense to me if you are a gay person and you want to have gay sex be a gay person and have gay sex if you're not you're not I think and then we kind of talked about this last episode um, and then there was sex being Mm -hmm. openly honest with the people that are around you especially the people that you are engaging with sexual activities with and I think um, hiding that not saying that you have to go yelling through the streets you know your business or, or what have you but just being honest with the person that you're having sex with and being honest with yourself and I think it's that's that's the issue um now let me ask you this because this is like you know it's kind of play the devil's advocate okay it's like a two-edged short the people who are down low in countries that prohibit gays see that's different okay how I think let me kind of clarify what I said I think people who are under religious implications or in other countries where it's not safe to come out um I wouldn't consider that the down low. Okay. I would consider that <laughs> straight surviving. up surviving, <laughs> like fearing for your life. I I consider the down low being those toxic men and women who want to lead somebody on, mm-hmm. who want these things. It's like those Christians who will tell you that they don't watch porn, but they do. Being hypocrites. Yeah, it's like a hypocrite. That's exactly Exactly. the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. That's down low. Yeah. So if you're in another country and it's not safe for you to come out, by all means, please, you stay in that closet, baby. You lock that motherfucker tight and you keep your shit together because they straight up out here stoning people to death in some countries for being gay. Absolutely. But if you just a sick ass person who wants to play with people's emotions, fuck you and everything that you mean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another moment of clarity. Um, just because someone's on spirit, uh, spirit, I can't talk today. What's wrong with me? Um, just because someone's on the queer spectrum and wants to have kids, like I've I've known a couple of uh, my gay friends, um, you know who you are, um, that want to have a baby, and they want to have a baby in a natural way. It doesn't make them less gay. They just you know, they just want to take the you know the conventional way. Yeah. I think adoption that's a whole nother episode listen okay um I'll just say this on it I really wish that the world would stop with this idea that seeing queer people raise children or seeing queer people on TV is gonna make their kids queer the only thing it's gonna do is Educate your children that not everybody is what you want them to be. Absolutely. And I keep seeing this post floating around Facebook that's like, it's not about homosexuality or heterosexuality. Stop teaching sex to my kids, sexuality to my kids. And I have a, I find fault with that Mm -hmm. because where else are they going to learn it? Mm-hmm. You're going to let your, we talked about this in the last episode. Are you going to let your kids grow up and not know any, like, so many kids grow up and don't know a damn thing about straight, being straight, or being queer. Mm-hmm. They got to learn it from somewhere. And if you're not going to teach it to them, they... And while we're on the subject of um, teaching and shaking the straights, 
I just want to get the microphone a little bit. So, um, back in, uh, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but I'm going to dive a little bit further in it. So, back in uh, the ancient Greek culture, um, and I'm not really sure of any other cultures, but I'm just going to focus on Greek. Um, bisexuality, um, queer identities were very accepted. Um, it was not frowned upon. Um, it was done openly. Um, also, polygamy. Or polyamory, um, specifically the Spartans. And that's something I learned with doing a little research because um, I'm a little nerd. You know, I like to play video games, and I was recently playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, which you know, people who are gamers out there, shout out to you. Um, know that Odyssey um, deals with uh, characters either male or female that are Greek. Um, so I wanted to learn a little bit more about you know the Spartans and. Um, you know their conquests and everything and i learned that um spartan warriors were encouraged to have sex with each other to build close bonds with each other and when they came of age to become married a lot of spartan women um shaved their heads to make the transition of their spartan husbands having sex with women um easier for them so just drop a tidbit on you guys i don't know you know what happened along the way of civilization where this became <laughs> oh Woo, sorry islamic culture as well huh islamic culture as well yes um very true very 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 true but um, our, our more western religion is yes our our more modern religions have Turn the tide on that. Try to eradicate. But yeah, the the hardest motherfucking Greek culture, the Spartans. They were Roman. No, Spartans were Greek. I thought they were Roman. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a Greek city state. Well. Oh, duh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I forgot. They was diddling the booty hole skittles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were making <laughs> real fictional <laughs> sex with each other's booty holes. Yeah. But that's like homosexuality exists in every species on this planet humans mm. animals all of them everywhere yeah you got some fish you have some fish that changed their um their gender i didn't know about that mm-hmm. i learned oh, that i'm standing on your tail and you ain't even say nothing oh <laughs> not my tail my cat's tail yeah sorry <laughs> um but you know and and i think if i remember correctly and i can look this up real quick homosexuality predates most religion mm-hmm. and that in like hindu religions it's not even looked down on it's not a bad thing i didn't know papa g yeah love us yeah. um but so it just the the weight and the tide of the world to try and excuse me eradicate something that people that you don't understand is kind of where the world has been for a really long time. And I think the lack of educating yourself is um, what causes bigotry. Mm-hmm. Um, having an understanding because, and it's okay to change your mind on um, your opinions with mm-hmm. coming across new information. Um, like I used to um, think that, you know, bisexual men weren't a thing. Um, but with you know educating myself and um, learning, you know, um, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. 
very real thing. It's very real, and it's a very um. It's not necessarily prominent, but it's definitely important. Like even queer people, even LGT people, mm-hmm. try to leave the B out of LGBT. Exactly, they think it's a pit stop to being full blown queer, full blown gay, full blown mm-hmm. lesbian, and it's not. And it's funny to me that the first thing people say is, "Oh, you're just afraid to come out of the closet." Mm-hmm. Bitch, I just told you that I suck dick. How is that me telling you that I'm afraid? How is that being afraid to come out of the closet? And I literally am like, I am attracted to people who are the same gender as me and people who are of an opposite gender to me. How is that being afraid to come out of the closet? Exactly. So just educate yourself. And if you have a friend that identifies as a certain sexuality, respect that. Don't call them something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Respect that they're bisexual. Respect that they're pansexual. Respect that they're asexual or lesbian, gay. Do not call them anything outside of what they prefer to be called. And I respect their gender identities. And their pronouns. Yes. Correct pronouns of this joint. Um, But now we would like to pose a little shenanigan question. I'm going to let you do the shenanigan question. (laughs) Now that we've kind of gotten all the heavy stuff out of the way. Yes. Now that we have kind of cleared the air on interracial, intercultural relationships, on being LGBTQIA+, we would like to know, would you rather change gender every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby? Not that I, you know, want to be trans or change my identity or anything, but, you know, I would just, you know... Like to know how it feels to walk around with a penis. You know, honestly, same. <laughs> wait, you have penis? <laughs> I realized that after I said it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, we have a penis. Yeah. What I meant I to know. say. Is, I want to pee, uh, you know, pee without squatting, you know, pee on the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate peeing outside. You know, I think that probably the first thing I do is um, pee on the tree. <laughs> I sneeze. Oh things. my God, I got a penis. Let me go pee on the tree. <laughs> First thing I'm gonna do. Honestly, I would know what I would like to know what it was like to be a woman. It was hard. I know. It's so difficult. And if I could just experience that struggle for a little bit, I feel like I would have even more respect for women. Exactly. Though I do know I've walked in heels several times and that shit ain't no fun. It's not. Heels hurt. I don't like heels. Do you know that heels were traditionally made for men? I knew that. Mm-hmm. Louis the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Is it the 13th or 14th? 14th Whatever 13th. the sun I think it's the 14th The I sun king the 14th Yeah, yeah. The sun king. They were made to make you look taller And more masculine Yes In turn they make your booty look better Oh <laughs> That ass though Okay But yes um, Tell us what you think Would you rather um, Sneeze and, You know I sneeze in threes So uh, Man woman man Yeah I'm about to start sneezing in fours <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know if I can be stuck, you know, stuck as a man. Uh, shout out to Snapchat for that filter. And a lot of y'all was, uh, all y'all men out here, are some pretty women. <laughs> y'all some pretty ladies. Yeah, I'm single ladies. I'm single ladies. That's funny. I was about to sing another musical theater song. Mm-hmm. Pretty women from Sweeney Todd. I don't think I've ever seen. I've seen the movie with uh, Johnny Depp. It is so good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's one of my dream roles. 
Really? Sweet time, yeah. Interessante. That music sits right in my sweet spot. I can belt all that shit out. Mm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, do we want to do ones and hellas today? Mm, yeah, let's do ones and hellas. Okay, it's time for ones or hellas. Um. Okay, I don't even know. Um. I have one. Okay. Okay. Would you want to? Hmm. Don't worry, guys. I'm not doing one life from last week. Would you want to have an out-of-body experience and spend time with yourself once you're helpless? What do you mean? Like, you know, um, not necessarily like last week, the clone thing, mm-hmm. but um, hang out with yourself and see what type of person you are. Get a different perspective of yourself, if that was possible. Would you do that once or helpless? Once? I feel like I'm mean. You're not mean. I mean, but like to people that I don't know. <laughs> like, would I be knowing myself as... Would well, then I know I guess, that it to me? Or it would, would I, give yourself a lot of insight. I'd be like, damn, he a bitch. Oh, shit. Um, I just want to see myself, you know, outside of myself. Like, I just want to be like, like to, oh, my God, girl, you really are so gorgeous. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> damn, but you really are fine. Damn, <laughs> mommy. Mommy chula. Um, <laughs> okay, um. I would do it hellas. Okay. That's if I didn't scare myself away. I want to do it once. I feel like I would scare myself away. I feel like, mm-hmm. well, no. I feel like I would just be a huge bitch to myself, though. Like, I don't even know you guys. Who in the fuck is you coming up to me talking? I'm really not nice to people that when I first meet them. I think I'm, I'm more reserved. And then once I get to meet, know people a little bit more... And they, you know, the the layers of Felicia starts coming, you know. But every person gets a different version of me. This is true. Yeah. I'm the same. I just, I think it's mostly at work when there's a new person. I'm just like, Uh hi, I'm Darius, and then I don't want to ever talk to you again. Yeah, if I meet somebody new at work, I'm like, why? Why? What they do to get you here? But then after a few days, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm still going to be working here. I'm not fired yet, so <laughs> I guess I should get to know some of these people. Yeah, you spend most of your time at work anyway. Right. Um, okay, uh, lucid dreaming. Once or hellas. Oh, like controlled lucid dreaming. Like you can make it happen. I would do with hellas. Have you ever had a lucid dream before? I have. It was quite scary. It's pretty great. It was quite scary. Whenever I'm having a lucid dream, I know I'm having a lucid dream. So I usually can make myself go back to sleep and wake up. Yeah. I've had, also had that occurrence of, what, what do they call it? A witch right in your back? Uh, sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Yeah, I don't like sleep paralysis. Sleep oh, paralysis is scary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's like, why can't I move? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to wake up. I'm Somebody to... come wake me the fuck up right now. Right, right. Can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, been there, done that. No. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, I would do lucid dreaming hellless. If I could control it, which I'm pretty sure if I sat down and like really researched and focused on it, totally could. I think there's a lot of, um, from what I understand about lucid dreaming, especially if you have like a pencil in your hand and stuff. Yeah, that's what you either write like a letter on your hand or you hold mm-hmm. on to something, mm-hmm. then you wake up and it's gone. 
that's how you know you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. But you can't really bring things from the physical world into the dream world. Mm. Even though Freddie tried to make us believe that we can bring shit from our dreams into the real world. Freddie Cougar fucked me up. The it concept really had me because I love sleep. I love naps. I love sleep. And that fucked me up for so long. Because I I I, I couldn't sleep. I was more afraid of Chucky. I was I wasn't afraid of the first one, but I feel like Chucky progressively got more gruesome. See, he got funnier to me, which made me less scared of him. He got a nasty ass facelift. What is wrong with y'all changing the way Chucky look and check changing the way that Sonic the Hedgehog looks? So factual information, the people who are making the new child's play aren't the original people who created it. So they couldn't use any of that's why he's called like a uh, he's not a good guy dog. He's like a my buddy or some shit. Oh. Yeah. And that fucking design, whatever, whoever designed that Chucky. Ugly as fuck. Ugly as fuck. And not in a scary way, and like the kill it with fire. <laughs> and pee on it. What's really funny is we used to pick my niece up when she was a baby, my niece Malia. Mm-hmm. We would pick her up and go, talk to me now, and I'll throw you in the fire. And she would laugh so hard. It was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, another one to hell is um. Huh. Well, I got one. Okay. Would you ever act in a scary movie, knowing that you would die and how you die? I would do it once. I really don't have any explanation of why. <laughs> I would do it once. I don't like the idea of dying. So <laughs> that's what would freak me out about. It yeah, I wouldn't be able to get up in the casket. I tell you that. Yeah, so, nah, they have to make a, a yeah. wax figure. Mm-hmm. They gonna have to use a, a body double because I can't. No, uh-uh. no. I would do it, Hellas. Hellas. And I don't really like being on camera. I prefer acting on stage, but interesting. Yeah, I would much. I would love to be in a scary movie and get killed in like some gruesome way. Ugh. No. That's just uh, that's life. No. I really want to do an action movie too. You know what? I really want to do an action movie. I think that'd be dope. I want to be John Wick. John Dick. <laughs> John for the dick. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. My weapon of choice is butter. Uh. I'm done with you. That's sock full of butter. You just made me forget. You just sock full of butter. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me forget what I was going to say. Oh no. Oh no. You're a toast. <laughs> okay, you mentioned that you um, prefer theater. Uh-huh. I can understand. Uh-huh. Um, would you take a role where you had to be full, fully nude? Absolutely. Hellas. Hellas. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I have this thing about me mm-hmm. where I am not afraid of anything. Okay. Let me not say anything. But when it comes to acting, there's very few things that I would turn down. What would um, you turn down? I would probably turn down um, if there was a scene where I had to like rape a child and there was a child on the stage, mm-hmm. I would be too uncomfortable with that. I, I couldn't do that. I, if it was mentioned and it was just like a part of the character or whatever, mm-hmm. 
if it was implied in the lights blackout before it happens. But I could not physically put myself onto it. That I could not do. I understand. Um, I also... Well, no, I've been pretty abusive to women on stage already, so... Mm. In your role? In my role, yes. Okay, just clear that up. Yes, in the role. I played um, Aaron the Moor in Titus Andronicus, and I got to kill a couple people. Well, I think I saw that play. Shakespeare. No, I mean, the you in that play. No, I don't think so. I think that's the one I didn't say. Yeah. Um, But nudity? Absolutely. Yeah? 100%. In your free fire play? Uh Uh-huh. On stage, just... Balls, Johnson, yeah. That's the sound that, you know, if I sneeze and became a man, I'll make it when I'm just cleaning my dick and balls. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Uh, oh, we almost forgot. Black on business shout out. Black on business shout out. Secure the bag. Secure the bitch. I want to shout out Miss Veneer Day. Um, go follow her on t- Instagram. <laughs> I almost said Twitter. She does sister locks and lash extensions. And I'm pulling up her name right now because I don't want to send you to the wrong place. It is Locks, that's L as in Larry, O as in Oscar, C as in Charlie, S as in Sam, underscore, N as in Nancy, underscore, L as in Larry, A as in Alpha, S as in Sam, H as in Henry, E as in Edward, S. Locks and Lashes, LLC, Miss Benir Naomi Day. Please go follow her if you are interested in last extensions. Go follow her if you are interested in starting sister locks or maintaining your sister locks. Go holla at my girl. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, I just want to say a couple more things before we go. Um, throw in one more um, noted queer. Um, Freddie Mercury was Islamic, actually. He was, uh, he was Muslim, I believe. Um, and bisexual. We also, shout champions. out to it's perfect that you're singing that. Shout out to the St. Louis Blues. We won the Stanley Cup for the first time ever what? in the history of our city. Shout. I just happened to be on Facebook scrolling through. What? <laughs> Play so, Gloria. Play Gloria. Gloria. Let's see what. I can't believe it. We won. Congratulations. I can't believe it. Wow. Oh my goodness. As a Missourian, I am proud. As a St. Louisan, a real thug is happy for the St. Louis Blues. I'm so glad I'm not downtown though because oh boy. Lord Jesus knows it's a mess. Oh my God. Hold on. I want to just play Gloria before we go out. I um, I hope people in Boston are not uh, riding. Uh, I hope they're not either. Cause you know, you know, all my, all my, all my St. Louis people that are in uh, Boston, please be careful. All of my St. Louis people that are downtown St. Louis, be safe. All right, y'all, for the blues. Congratulations, St. Louis Blues! You guys Woo! did the damn thing. Um, and on that note, unless there's anything else you have to add, I'm gonna let Gloria play us out. Let it play us out. All right. We'll see y'all next week.